So a lot has gone down for the latest chapter of One Piece for chapter 1014 that it really shows a lot of hits and clues of what's to come for the later chapters of One Piece and also One Piece of what's to come for the ending in general. And this and more we are going to be going over in this episode of the Nerd Fix. Hey guys, it's Jade from the Nerd Fix and let me all let me just say Happy Memorial Day for everybody. Sorry I wasn't able to make an episode yesterday due to celebrating the Memorial Day festivities, but I am here back at it again with a brand new episode of the Nerd Fix where we will be discussing the latest chapter of One Piece, that being chapter 1014 called Life's Lousy After. So for this, for those of you who have not read the chapter yet, I suggest waiting until you actually read the chapter then listen to the review analysis but for those of you who have read the chapter strap in and buckle up because it's going to be interesting so sit back relax and get ready for your fix so let's dive in. So the start of the chapter, we begin with the cover page where it shows Law puzzling over a riddle in front of a painted tiger screen, which I find it to be really funny because he's trying to figure out this riddle about this about the tiger, which in his t-shirt it shows Hunter. And it's finally kind of interesting how the tiger in the background is popping out of the screen ready to attack Law and he's still puzzling over the clue about the riddle. And overall, I still find this to be really funny. But anyways, let's get on to the chapter. So in the beginning of the chapter, we see Luffy falling off of Onigashima and into the ocean. And Kaido states that although he managed to infuse his his Kakura's hockey, his usage was was basically clumsy, and uh, he supposed Luffy was not was not a Joy Boy. And for those of you who are unaware of what Joy Boy is, it's <laughs> actually a big deal. Joy Boy was an extremely relevant figure in the Boy's century and played an important role in the fish in the Fishman Island and left behind a very certain item unimaginable on the last island of the Grand Line. Though Gold Roger also declared that he wished the two could have lived the same period upon learning the truth of Laugh Tale. That and it was really interesting of who of what Joy Boy is. Though we don't know much about Joy Boy and it's really interesting how Kaido basically said right then and there Luffy could not be Joy Boy. But then right after Luffy falls off of Onigashima and into the ocean, he receives a call from Bao Huan Huang and confirms that Monososuke was located. And says he would head to the he will head to him immediately and tells Bao to announce the results of his fight against Luffy of Onigashima. Next, we go to the third floor of the castle where the Beast Pirates spy Yamato and notice and notice the exploding cuffs are gone, and and affirms that this while beating and, and affirms this while beating them aside. In the, in the crawl space under this first floor, Monososuke is reading Odin's logbook and knows that Shinobu, that based on what he has read, he knows that he, he can't die. 
this isn't his time to and this isn't time for his for his demise he has to continue living he's vital to this mission he's vital for this entire war because if he dies then it's all over at this point right at that time he hears Monososuke hears a powerful voice inside his head which causes him to collapse and right and call, which causes him to collapse and he's in pain and asks who this voice belongs to and this is very interesting of what's going on because we have no idea who this voice is and although this is something that many people are theorizing what it, what it could be this is really interesting of what the voice could actually theorize could be but currently right at this point we don't know so we are left at a mystery at this time next we go to the live floor copper flips over a transformed queen body slamming him onto the grounds and the walls and getting cheers from the, both the samurai and the beast fire fires the flectors but queen rem remains relatively unharmed and chopper starts panting from exhaustion and notice and the all-stars start to taunt the pirates over this and chopper has struck in the back multiple times by candy arrows that are fired by Peros by Charlotte Peros Sparrow, whom you are familiar with is the first son of Charlotte Lin Lin of the Big Mom Pirates, who has joined in fighting joined the fighting on the live floor. Chopper then expresses frustration, noting, noting that despite having having an increased monster point time limit, he hasn't succeeded in inflicting significant damage on the Queen. And has less than 10 minutes remaining in this form but then we go back to the voyage from punk hazard to dress rosa where caesar clown learned about the rumble balls and derided their short three minute time effect and gave chopper a list of chemicals to add to the rumble balls to increase the time effect from three minutes to 30 minutes though with the additional with this addition it could cause certain risks queen then we pan back to Queen, who fires a black coffee laser beam at Chopper, to which he does dodge as Peril Sparrow readies another volley of candy arrows. Bao arrives at the live stage and proclaims throughout the other Marys that Kaido has taken down the Nine Scabbers as well as Luffy, and states that Kaido is coming down to eliminate all the remaining enemies, and offers the enemy alliance the chance to surrender to join the Beast Pirates in order for their lives to be spared. The Alliance remembers remembers react in shock at this announcement, though Zoro and Sanji loudly and immediately reject the offer to surrender, because when you think about it this way, it's almost a repeat of what happened in the Alabasta arc, when Crocodile first defeated Luffy, but then he's, he came back again to defeat Crocodile a second time, and he bada bang, bada boom, bam, he was able to defeat Crocodile. I feel like this is probably going to be the same way in this war arc for Wano, but I don't know. This is probably how it's going to be, but you, you, you're, you can second guess how this is going to be, but I think it's going to be based off of what happened in Alabasta. But, anyways, Kanjiro reaches the passageway to the first floor crawlspace. Where Kenamon and, Ki and Kiku have already reunited with Monososuke and Shinobu, 
Shinobu is still is still writhing in pain by the voice in his head about and is about to tell Kenamon something to everyone when Shinobu points out that a frog Mary is with them. Ken Anjiro climbs up of a crawlspace with another Odin disguise shrouding him and greets Monososuke and Shinobu under the disguise of being Odin. So once again, he did this disguise yet again. This is the second time he pulled off this disguise. The first time was many chapters ago, only for him to get closer to the Red Scabbers to kill one of- to actually wound one of them. This time, this is the second time, only so he can go after one of them. Shinobu is in shock and Monososuke is delighted to see him, but Kiku immediately informs him that it's an imposter. And knowing this, Kanjiro is utilizes Odin's likeness once again, and the ambush is cleared at Ashura Doji. Kiku charges towards him with the intent of finishing him off once and for all, but Kanjiro continues to play the role of Odin and mentions how he took in Kiku and Izo and briefly hesitates, allowing Kanjiro to pierce through her chest with a sword. Now, this moment here, I was extremely pissed off. When I read that part, I immediately threw my phone across the room. I was so pissed off because Kiku was one of my is one of my favorite characters in the Wano arc. I was livid because at this point, I want Kanjiro dead because he's done so much so far in the Wano arc. He deserves to be killed off at this point. Now, with the Odin disguise disappearing as Kanjiro laughs triumphantly, he says that he will he will only fare for him to give Kiku a fatal wound that will that that only she had given him given him. Inamon catches Kiku as she collapses onto the ground, telling him, telling him with a smile that although she failed, the melt, the melting of the fallen snow means that the dawn is sure is surely close at hand. And with this, and with this all happening, Kanjiro attempts to strike Kinemon with a paintbrush, but swiftly unsheaths his sword and strikes him down with his strikes down his former comrade, leaving a deep cut diagonally across his chest. Standing for a brief second, he laughs and notes of how fitting it was for Kinemon, one who was close to his comrade during the act to put on the closing curtain on his life. Right as he collapsed, Kaido crashes into the crawl space above and reads, reads his kanabo to, to kill Monososuke and orders Shinobu right then Kinemon orders Shinobu to take Monososuke and flee to protect as he protects them from Kaido and raises both his swords to try to defend against the Emperor's against the Yonko's attack. From there, Kaido raises Kaido's Kanobo shatters Kinemon's katanas with great ease, slamming him on slamming the samurai with a deadly force. Monososuke can only look and weep and, and shouts Kinemon's name as Shinobu carries him away. And with this occurring, Onigashima finally arrives at, at the Wano mainland. And that is the end of the chapter. So with that said and done, what did you guys think of the chapter? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? 
how do you think this is all going to pan out at the very end where Luffy is finally going to be able to take down Kaido? And what did you think of what Kaido said when when he said that Luffy couldn't possibly be Joy Boy? Because you can pan back all the way to back 800 years ago when the the Poneglyphs were invented by the Kozuki family 800 years ago. And Odin wished for the Wano country to open its borders before the day Joy Boy finally reappears. And even though we know that Kaido stated that Luffy couldn't possibly be Joy, be Joy Boy after defeating him, we still don't know to this day who Joy Boy is. What Joy Boy is? Who is it? But to this day, the Fishman Island main Fishman Island has even maintained. The Nation's promise to Joy Boy. And when going back to the Fishman Island arc, we remember that Joy Boy is expected to appear again. But the question is, when is Joy Boy supposed to appear again? And to this day, we don't know. And that's something to hold on to in the next couple of chapters. But till then, we are expected chapter 1015 to be coming out this Friday as there is no break, which is a really exciting and I cannot wait to see what's going to happen in the next chapter. Thank you all so much for listening and sticking around to the end of this episode. And to end it, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you all so much for listening, everyone, and I will see you all next Sunday with a brand new episode of The Nerd Fix. Later.